0: really happy that you're here with us today Um, honored really that you could connect with us and hang with us if it's your first time hey listen uh, welcome welcome to our table Um, there's always a place for you no matter where you're at um, no matter how you see yourself right now in this moment um, no matter what other people might think about you and may have shunned you away from their table I want you to know that there's a safe place for you here uh, and no worries man just just be yourself uh, comment uh, send us a message if you want to but we just want you to know that you're very welcome and uh, thank you for giving your time uh, today Uh, those of you that have been with us for a while hey you know the drill hit the like button hit the share button Uh, let's get this out as far as we can today Uh, let's see what we can do let's see what kind of trouble we can stir up (laughs) Uh, but uh, it's always good to see you guys pass all this stuff around it's it's awesome Uh, we're really excited about what's happening uh, in our community Uh, we just uh, opened up our uh, our Facebook group we uh, uh, it's now called uh, the crowded table collective it's a space uh, for you and and anyone else that you know that just wants to uh, get together and talk and share and uh, comment about some of the stuff that we've been talking about or maybe something that has uh, popped up recently for you uh, that you would like to talk about um, as always be respectful and and uh, caring and loving of one another. Um, But it's just a place to have open dialogue. And if you're not a part of that group, hey, uh, click on the group, uh, uh, what's that called? Uh, The group tab or whatever there on Facebook and it'll take you there and uh, just answer a few questions and boom, you are in. And uh, we post some uh, regular stuff in that group as well, to kind of stir up some conversations and things like that. So it's a good thing to be a part of. Uh, So if you're not a part of it, check it out, The Crowded Table Collective. It's a part of our HOPE community. And another place where you can uh, get more content and hang out with more like-minded people. Uh, So we want to see that grow over the next few months. Uh, We have been talking about deconstructing prayer it's kind of something that we've been talking about all this summer and uh, last week was uh, man last week I felt like it was just it was just really good we talked about what mindfulness was and uh, how to practice mindfulness and hopefully you got to try uh, some of that this week Um, we kind of posted some things to kind of remind you and kind of give some bullet points as to what that is Um, and this week we're gonna talk about uh uh contemplative prayer um and I put a little tag uh in the title uh just kind of maybe to stir some stuff up. I don't know, maybe draw some interest or cause some trouble <laughs> who me no uh but no it's a contemplative prayer uh connecting with the divine and and I don't know. <laughs> how deep we're going to get in today this might be a two-parter might get part one this week part two next week or in the middle of the week sometime but let's talk a little bit about contemplation and what I mean by connecting with the divine Uh, we've been walking through this process of deconstructing prayer Um, I know in some of the conversations that I've had with some of you and some other folks when we talk about prayer it's such a it can almost be dizzy like dizzying uh, when you get into some of the description and some of the concepts and you know and some of us come from different backgrounds and you and you start relaying you know how you were raised as to what prayer was and um, I was listening to Richard Rohr this week and he was talking about how in the first two centuries of Christianity and of the church um, prayer much like today got really uh, cheesy. It just became something that was, uh, you know, something that you did to proclaim something, you know, that that's what prayer was. You're going to proclaim that God was gonna do this or you were proclaiming that you needed healing or you needed something. Became a want list and it already happened in the first two centuries. And by the time that Christianity became the religion of all of Rome it was really bad, uh and so you had a it basically prayer became this um chore or this uh thing that just kind of had a bad taste in everyone 's mouth I and mean, that was just in two centuries uh, you know, and I think about today how just sometimes when I hear that word, it just kind of triggers some stuff and in, in me, and I know some of you have talked to you, it does the same thing and um I, I kind of like, wow, we like to to repeat things a lot in the church and the Christianity, like not good stuff um but there were a group of of monks or ministers or whatever you want to call them within the church, fathers and mothers uh, that started something called contemplative or contemplation or contemplative prayer um to kind of teach folks again really what uh prayer was and really the connection uh that humans were supposed to have with life and the divine and so if you um Just look up the definition of contemplation it means the action of looking thoughtfully at something for a long time it's a deep reflective thought or it's the state of being uh, the state of the state of being thought about or planned so it's this 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 action this looking thoughtfully at something from within making that connection and so when it comes to you know when it comes to you know this this idea of what prayer was in the church and what what these fathers and mothers were trying to bring back they were trying to to teach this practice of really being fully present in the moment with what was around them and with the creator of the universe with the divine And so I wanted to spend just a little bit of time and this might take up uh, this week and then we can talk more about the practice of contemplative prayer maybe next week because um, we got all the time in the world, right <laughs> But I just wanted to just spend a few moments because we t- we've talked about you know what prayer isn't. We've talked about meditation and we've practiced it. We've talked about mindfulness, and we practiced it. And all those are like self, those are very self-reflective, looking inward, and we talked about how we're finding those places uh, in us that are uh, the good things that we recognize and how we amplify those, uh, and how we look at those good things in others to amplify them, right? Uh, Causing us to, Work with one another better and actually learn to, to like ourselves and love ourselves, and then you know, also self reflecting on those bad places, those shadowy places, right? Uh, that need work, that need help, um, that need um, some healing uh, in some areas and uh, places in us that's like that plank that needs to be removed and worked on. Uh, so you know. Th- that's, you know, you're working with meditation and mindfulness in that, and you're learning how to be present in the moment in all of those things and to learning how to breathe and, and, and evaluate, you know, what's going on and just taking a moment, right? And then we get to this, this contemplative side where we're actually connecting with something bigger. We're connecting with divine. And some of this conversation might frustrate some of you and that's okay (laughs) i've come to the place in my life where it's okay to frustrate some folks um, because i don't quite use the terminology that they want me to use or use the terminology that they're used to um the reason why you've made me hear me change some of my terminology when i use the word creator or divine and i just don't say father or i just don't say god is because one We are in the context right now, in culture where there has been a lot of things done in the name of Father and then in the name of God that has brought a lot of hurt and pain and people can't move beyond that. And another thing is, and this might really trigger some folks and that's okay, but if we're really gonna talk about God We have to understand that God is non-binary. He's neither father or mother, male, female. He's other. Or sorry, I didn't mean to use the pronoun he, Uh, but God is other. And yes, there are attributes of God that is fatherly. There's attributes of God that are motherly. brotherly sisterly grandmotherly grandfatherly all of that is there in that otherness and so I if you go back and look at the languages uh, that the early church and even Jesus was speaking and you look at how that language is phrased in use you see the non-binary use of God and you see that like, even in in man if you go and look at the Odes of Solomon which was uh, not a book about Solomon but it was actually an early prayer and praise book that the church had and used quite often you'll you can when you read it you can see the interchange the interchanging of the 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 masculine and the feminine side of god i mean when you even look at the definition of of the trinity and you get to the spirit you get to the it, you you and you read the the way this that word is used it's used it's the feminine uh usage of that word and so it's important and i know like a lot of you were raised like me and you're like why is that important why is the reason why it's important is because for centuries there has been this patriarchal, patriarchal. I'm not even saying the word right, but there has been a lot of. Let's just say it this way: there has been a lot of abuse that has happened uh, uh, using the the definitions of God in a way to push people and make them feel less than, which causes uh, folks. To uh, see themselves less than and then not be be their full self. Not be who they really are. Not be able to express themselves fully. Not be able to be the real them. And so that has caused a lot of pain and hurt. And so if we're going to talk about prayer and we're going to talk about something that's actually supposed to be helpful. That's actually supposed to to open things up to everyone. Then I think that we should be able to uh talk about and uh, use phrases and terminology that actually helps instead of hurts now listen you might be a person that like well that doesn't I'm not affected by that well, great awesome you do it the way you want to do it <laughs> that's the great thing about this uh, in your personal time and how you and how you take moments to be mindful and meditate and and contemplate and, and practice these things to to better yourself if, if if you're down with whatever you're down then do that that's that's fine but we as hope community are putting these things out to help all of us move forward and honestly there's some things that needs to be broken down there's there's systems that aren't working systems that have oppressed and hurt people and it's not cool and uh there is a season of reform happening right now on the earth it's happening not just in religious systems but it's happening in political systems it's happening even in uh uh uh, social constructs all of it. It, it there is a huge movement of reform everywhere and i know there's a lot of chatter and chit chat and, and a lot of loud noises going on but if you can pull yourself back away from the loud noises and and the the media and the squeaky wheels that try to be really loud and and the false flags like the false uh, uh, false claims of, of Reformation and, and look at the bigger picture if you can kind of look outside all of that and see the bigger picture you can see uh, there's a major shift in humanity happening right now in this moment and in 10 years from now things are going to be completely different they are They're, they're, they're just i mean we're talking in 20 years or 20 years or less maybe a little more being very close to going a human being going to mars another planet we're that close. And so a lot of things are shifting. And there's a lot of stuff, especially in the, the realm of the church, that has been presented as, as one way, When action, when in all actuality it's just, maybe it was just an intro for some, or maybe it was just the beginning, but there's so much more. And things aren't as complicated as maybe is what we've made it over the centuries and really when it comes right down to it a lot of the simple things when it comes to what uh, I don't really want to use the word religious but I'm going to in this moment what when it, when it really comes down to just religious life like prayer and worship and all that is a lot of it's happening in here. It's self reflection. And from that self reflection, you're connecting with the divine. And that's why you'll hear me say things like you know, you are created in the image of God. And if you're created in the image of God, and and God is divine, then you are created from divine, and you are divine. The reason why you don't realize that is because of all this stuff that's going on. And, you know, there's this conflict. Paul talks about spiritual warfare. That's the conflict that's going on in the inside of you. You're you're working on finding... out who you really are there's that wrestling and there's those wrestling between the shadowy stuff and honestly the good stuff that's that we all have and and we're, we're wrestling with that and so when you self-reflect you meditate you're mindful that those start opening up and then when you start this practice of contemplation now you you're moving you're moving into these moments of self-reflection but you're also being in the moment and breathing and connecting with all that's divine and you see that there's so much of the creator in the creation and as you draw in and you're slowing down and and taking in these moments true change starts to happen and so I don't want you to be afraid of that word divine I don't want you to be afraid be afraid of this understanding that the divine is not something that's way out there somewhere else in the universe God is not far away he's not on some throne up in heaven Heaven, heaven being some other planet somewhere. That's, folks, that's not, (laughs) that's not God. That's something that we've created to, honestly, it's something that man created to control men. Because if there's some being on some throne that can crush what's underneath them with his thumb and then cast them into eternal conscious torment, wow. What a way to manipulate and control groups of people. But if you take the writer of first John his word that God is love and love is God that the divine is love and we are created out of that love and therefore we are love and we're interconnected (laughs) everything begins to shift and so deep breath everybody so when you start seeing things this way and you start understanding prayer and this concept, you start understanding how much you can connect with love. Selah. (laughs) Big pause. So I don't think, I'm I'm not going to dig any deeper than that. I wanted, I really wanted to talk about that, that phrase connecting with the divine for a little bit, because I, I wanted you to see, just that that this really truly is what prayer is. This this inward work that we're doing, this self-reflection, finding who we really are, noticing those shadowy places, and finding healing for it. Uh, amplifying the, those good places in us that we see you know and 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 recognizing them and allowing them to flow out you know and those those things can change day in day out you know, the fruit of the spirit that paul talked about those those good things that we connect with you know there might be a day of peace that's and we should amplify it there might be a day that, that things are joyful then amplify it all right and then And in that amplification, you're also targeting those places in us that that need those fruit of the spirit to work out those shadowy things, all right? Okay, and so all of that, all of that work is you connecting, this is so good, is you connecting with that love, the big love, the divine, the creator, God. good stuff it's deep today (laughs) it's alright so here's my uh, here's my challenge for you this week I want you to take some time and practice you know like I said three to five minutes practice mindfulness and meditation and work on your breathing and then I want you to add this step I just want you to take a conscious effort to recognize that when you're doing this work, that you're actually connecting with the divine, you're connecting with love. If We wanna get Pentecostal, we're, we're connecting with spirit. And you know, all those old songs that we used to sing, like it's a bubbling, it's a bubbling, it's a bubbling in my soul. I'll sing it. I'll shout it. That wasn't something that that just happened. That you that that someone slapped you upside the head with anointing oil and then oh my goodness now I got I'm overflowing with the spirit. No, no, that deep river, that bubbling over brook, all that all that imagery, that was all from this connecting with this love, and self reflecting, and working out that stuff, and allowing that the the amplification of those good things the the fruit of the spirit if you want to if you want to get use some Christianese or whatever maybe something that you might be some terminology you might be used to you know those fruit of the spirit love joy peace those things amplifying those things allowing them to bubble up challenge you to do that this week next week we'll get into uh, talk a little bit about the practice of contemplative prayer. Uh, I'll post some stuff this week from Richard Rohr. It's a really good video that he does. It's like maybe eight minutes. Uh, we'll post that this week as well, so you can kind of hear some of his thoughts. And I'll post some book recommendations if you want to dig a little bit deeper. And so next next week we'll talk about uh, we'll do the part two on contemplative prayer and talk a little bit about what it is or talk a little bit more about how to practice it. And then the week after that, we're gonna talk about Lexio Divina, and I'm really stoked and excited about that as well. So, thanks for hanging with us, uh, and uh, as always, before we go, we always say, if you if you need to connect, and you need someone to talk to, and you need some help, uh, you're in the, one of those moments where, uh, you know, just life is, tough and and you're thinking about end-of-life things I want you to know that there's help and in the description for this video you can find a list of places that you can call uh, you even find um, some links to go and maybe talk to somebody professionally uh, either through uh, messaging or whatever but in or, or even um, even um, maybe scheduling an appointment uh, now that things are kind of opening up. Uh, just, just know that there's help and there's hope and there's folks that you can talk to. It's great that you can, you can talk with us and you can get, be a part of our crowded table collective and all those things, that, that, that's awesome. And, and, and everybody that you find in there will talk and, and help. Um, but sometimes you just need more and uh, we've got some places that you could connect uh, to find that. Um, if you want some more info about what we're doing and what's going on, check out our Facebook, check out wearehopecommunity.com, uh, check out our Instagram, our podcast, uh, and always, if you want to, if you, if you connect with us and you want to give into what we're doing, uh, go to our website, hit the, hit the give button and it'll take you through that process. All right. Hey, thank you guys for hanging out. It's an honor, uh, to hang with you today.